Hey guys, welcome, and thanks for listening to That Loudmouth Lady, the political podcast where I speak my mind about whatever might be going on in the government right now. Hi guys, thanks for listening, and welcome back to another episode of That Loudmouth Lady. I am so excited for today's episode. I have just a couple of topics I want to go over. And then the other day, I got the chance to sit down with my friend Courtney, who's running for supervisor in Riverside County. And we got to, you know, just chat a little bit about what she's about and what she plans to do when she's in office. And so I can't wait for you to hear that interview. But anyway, before I play that for you, um, just a couple things to catch you up. Number one, we have um, Duncan Hunter. Uh, The last episode was all about him, I know, and um, so things have changed a little. He has decided to plead guilty. Um, Unfortunately, he is only pleading guilty to a single count of conspiracy to convert campaign funds to personal use Um, when there was like 60-some-odd, 70-some-odd actual indictments against him, but um, this even this one single count does carry... A possible prison term so we do have that to look forward to possibly and um, at the very least he is going to have to resign so he will not be able to stay on in his current position um, and then as I'm sure most of you know now Trump has been impeached by the Senate or the House sorry he has been impeached by the House and now it goes to the Senate um, which is probably where it's going to die because unfortunately, while the House is mostly um, a Democratic group, the Senate is mostly Republican and mostly sides with him, and they do not feel that he should have been impeached. So the likelihood is that they will not vote for that or go forward with any sort of trial for him. Um, We'll see. But, you know, at the very least, he does have that he is an impeached president on his resume now. So there is that. Um, Anyway, so that's really all I wanted to catch you up on today. And now I am going to pop you into our little visit with Courtney so you can hear what she's about. Um, I do want to say beforehand, I apologize. This was my first interview with an actual person besides talking to myself. So there is a little bit where I stumble and get a little nervous Um, I apologize for that. Also, we were in a coffee shop and I wasn't able to get all of the background noise pulled out. So you are going to notice a little bit of that, but please try and ignore that. Um, just listen to what Courtney has to say. I think she's a great gal and I think that she's going to do some great things in our community and I can't wait for you to hear what it is that she's about. So give her a listen. Thanks guys. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. We're here today with my friend Courtney, who is running for the Riverside County Board of Supervisors. And we're just going to chat with her today about who she is and what she wants to do here. So, Courtney, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, everyone. This is my very first podcast, so I'm excited to record um, for Antiquity. So, my name is Courtney Sheehan, and I am a Marine veteran, and I'm running for the Riverside County, California Board of Supervisors in the 3rd District. I am running because I don't feel like we have very good representation 
and I feel like our supervisors haven't really stayed ahead of progress and development um, as well as they could have. And we really need to inject some thoughtful planning and um, some data-driven solutions into our um, county administration, so. Definitely, now can you, I don't know a lot about what the Board of Supervisors does. I know about the Senate, I know about the House and all that, but so what, what does the Super, Board of Supervisors do for their community? So the, the County Board of Supervisors, every county in California has a Board of Supervisors and there are five supervisors in each county and they each um, look over a district of approximately 450,000 people. And wow. it's their job to be the executive, uh, quote unquote, of the district. So they oversee all of the county agencies and county services, things like fire, police, um, Department of Public uh, Social Services, the jail system, um, everything that you can imagine that is administered as an agency at the county level. There's even a county board of education. Um, they oversee all of these these agencies and they set the budget and they set spending priorities and things for these agencies. Okay, awesome. Now, what exactly made you decide you wanted to run? I got fed up. I decided that I have lived in Temecula since 2014 and um, <clears throat> I looked around and I noticed that I was seeing the same problems over and over again um, and nobody's really seemed to fix them and I started researching who would address some of these issues mm -hmm. and it all started pointing back to the County Board of Supervisors. Mm -hmm. So at that point I said, you know, somebody has got to get in there and actually do something that's going to better the lives of the citizens of our district versus entrenching themselves further and further into uh, bureaucracy and committees, very important sounding committees, but really not doing anything at all for those of us who are living here. Mm -hmm. Now, what would you say are the three things you probably want to you want to try and really focus on if when you, when you are elected? So, number one, yes, thank you. When I'm elected, <laughs> um, when I become a supervisor here for Riverside County, uh, my number one focus is going to be on stimulating the local economy and um, small business and job growth in general because we have a lot of folks that are commuting that are on the roads um, in different industries and they don't have job opportunities here in the Inland Empire. I would like to, I have a very detailed plan, I would like to provide those people with more opportunities here, keep them off the roads, and um, keep the, our dollars here in the county. Um, no, that's very true. It's a big problem out here. So yeah. So that's going to be my number one focus right off the bat. And um, secondarily, it's the transportation issue. We have some of the worst air quality in um, both California and in America. And that's almost entirely due to the fact that we have so many cars on the roads. Mm -hmm. um, the 91 and uh, the 15 corridor down by us in Temecula Marietta are notorious. And the Sierra Club, I think, has actually called them the diesel death corridors. So focusing on um, transportation and especially public transportation, um, working towards solutions like an increased um, presence of buses, more stops, more lines, um, more robust services, 
a federated network of buses between all of the neighboring counties, so San Diego, LA, and Orange County, so that we have um, perhaps express buses that only stop at select locations in the morning and the afternoon to allow for rush hour, um, dedicated bus lanes on the freeways so that those who are commuters can take those express buses and they don't have to sit in traffic, and then um, targeted light rail solutions for high density areas, providing a light rail to and from airports um, through major transportation corridors and uh, bedroom communities like ours on Temecula where I live. And uh, also uh, high density city, urban areas, downtown areas where people are gonna be going to work in the morning and then coming back. Awesome. And then I think my third, uh, the, the third priority I have is split between three different priorities, which is addressing the homelessness issue here in the county, mm -hmm. which continues to grow, um, housing affordability, um, and then uh, addressing uh, crime here in the county. Very nice, very nice. And I know you're also very, um, you're a very strong proponent of gun control, I've seen, which is interesting being a veteran. I know that especially because you have your progressive veterans group and that seems to be an anomaly in this area to have more liberal or progressive minded veterans or military members in this location yes we tend to be a lot more conservative in this area yes. so it's, it's i like that you're bringing them out of the the woodwork and starting we're starting to see more of that here i think that that needs to be um more and I know but I know you spoke with the Moms Demand Action group recently yeah now how did that go so Moms Demand Action and um, progress I'm the founder and president of Progressive Veterans of Riverside County which is a 501c4 social welfare organization and it basically provides a place for those of us um, who are not conservative veterans to um, find a community and advocate for the interests of the veterans community as a whole and um, you're right, voter registration in my district um, outnumbered, Republicans outnumber Democrats um, by about 20,000. Um, so it is the, the area does tend to be conservative. That doesn't mean that we need to cut off the ability to meet um, and peaceably assemble for those who are not conservative. And when it comes to Moms Demand Action, um, I am a mom, I have a, a child in the school district. I'm worried about her safety. I've seen the effects of um, active shooter threats in the Temecula Valley um, School District. Mm -hmm. After there were two active shooter threats in uh, the span of, I think, one or two days. Yeah, we had like three within a week or something. We had th two or three in a week. Um, that Friday, class attendance was down by about a third. Um, so those are kids who are not getting their education that day uh, because of the issue of, of other kids or whoever possibly bringing guns to school. So I spent almost nine years in the Marine Corps and I learned how to manage and carry a weapon with discipline and I understood how to respect the weapon and I am a proponent of um, hands-on tactical training for all gun purchases. Mm -hmm. um, that's my, my big focus is providing everyone the training that I was given in the military um, if they want to purchase a weapon. And that's where my heart lies. Mm -hmm. Very good. I think I definitely agree with that. I think that's very important. 
And Thank I think you. I think we just I yeah I think that we need more of we just need more speaking out here. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it is that we have such a conservative area that less people feel comfortable talking out and speaking out about mm-hmm. things like that. And so I love that you're you're going out there and you've done it there and you now we spoke at the VFW the other night. I did. Now I only listened to part of that. So what exactly were you speaking on when you were speaking with them? So when I spoke to the VFW, it was to introduce my candidacy um, okay. and showcase um, just me as a candidate, as an option. Um, they were fellow veterans, um, and they were gracious, and it was wonderful to be there. And it was just sort of a general, um, here I am, here are my priorities. They had They had some really good questions. And I went back and, and thought about it later, and I thought, man, you know, I really, I should have taken the time to expand on that, and I should have explained that more, or I should have explained that better, mm-hmm. because that question was really good, and I think it deserved a little bit more discussion than I got. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a simulating experience, Very and nice. I appreciate them having me. Yeah, I don't think that, I mean, like I said I, before, I, don't, I didn't know what the Board of Supervisors really does. I don't think that anybody really sits down and talks with anyone that's been in that position like that I don't think that you know I don't it's true. like I couldn't tell you who who our board of supervisors is right now I have no idea who any it's, of them are it, like, that is not, such a common sentiment that gets echoed almost everyone that I talk to says oh I didn't know what the board of supervisors does I didn't know who they are and I have to say well you know they touch every single part of your daily life here in the county every single part and they have one of the most important jobs here in the county and I call them some of the most well-paid ghosts you're ever going to meet. Because <laughs> you don't meet them. Yep. So well, now we are. Now we are. Now that's, we are. That's my, that's my goal, um, to borrow um, a phrase that I, uh, was, I heard someone use today in a meeting. Um, and my goal is to be much more visible and accessible than the current supervisors. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I think definitely, if you're interested in what Courtney's got going on, check out her Progressive Veterans for, it's for Riverside County, right? Is that the name of the group? It's Progressive Veterans for Riverside County. Um, you can also check out my website, which is CourtneyForRiverside.NationBuilder.com. And I'm on Facebook, um, Courtney for Riverside County. And then Instagram is Courtney for Riverside. And Twitter, which is Courtney, the number four, Rivco. So definitely give her a check out you can see what she's about and just you know keep an eye on her and what she's got going on and make sure you vote for her thank you thank you so much for coming courtney i had a blast talking to you thanks for having me so what do you guys think of courtney i think she's pretty darn amazing i actually love the woman um i am super excited to see what she does when she's elected um I love her ideas on small business. I love her ideas on gun control. I love her ideas on just, you know, how to kind of shake up this area in general. Um, as far as housing and transportation, all of that, she's looking into it. And I think that that's pretty amazing. Um, so please make sure you check her out on Facebook, Instagram. Um, check out her website, um, Courtney for Riverside County. Um, I think that she'll be amazing. And thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys are having an amazing holiday season. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Blessed Yule. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, no, um, happy Kwanzaa. I'm sure I'm missing others. But 
just in general, happy holidays. I hope you guys have an amazing time with your family and your friends. And just, I hope you're all feeling a lot of love right now, this holiday season. Um, and I can't wait to get back into things in the new year. Um, thank you, Courtney, again, for coming and talking with me. It was so great to sit down and chat with you. Um, and I will talk with you all again in the new year. Thanks. Have a great one. Bye.